Here we go. Wait, is Eric back? I'm back. Okay. <laughs> I know you stepped off for a moment as we were checking. Yeah, this I, I had to refresh my tea a little bit, give it a warm up, and try to add some more honey to it. Give it a zhuzh. Give it some zhuzh. Zhuzh it up. All right, here we go. Hello and welcome. Are we recording? To- yep. Oh, hang on. Oh, I was recording this whole time, so. I just started, okay. and I'm ready, and I'm going to mute. All righty. Well, don't mute yet, because you might have to say something. Hello, and welcome to Plus One to Gaming. I'm Chris. And I'm Eric. And joining us once again are lifelong friends and table mates, Billy and Mark. Hey, guys. Hello. How's it going? Pretty awesome because we've been playing through the first adventure in Candlekeep Mysteries, the joy of extra dimensional spaces. And when we last left off, you guys were in a little bit of a pickle. So how about we do a quick recap and jump right back into where we left off. All right. Sounds After good. escorting Bongo, the Furbolg trader to Candlekeep, you presented your own contributions to the library and gained access. Taking some time to unwind after the long trip, one of the avowed tasked you with an urgent mission. One of the adjuncts, Professor Matrius, was scheduled to leave a class and has gone missing. You were assigned a handler, a young tiefling named Irony, and you made your way to the missing professor's research quarters. After searching the room, you found a book on extra-dimensional spaces. Reading the notes in the margin, you uncovered a passphrase that opened a portal in the middle of the room. And on the other side, you found yourself in a mansion surrounded by swirling green miasma. Thankfully, the professor had recently stumbled through the portal himself and was not far off. He'd been trapped here and did not know the exit passphrase, but he bid you search the mansion, find the passphrase, and any other interesting notes or artifacts like the onyx imp he showed you when he ta- uh, before he left while he taught his class. You agreed, but as the portal closed behind the professor, you heard him shriek in terror. You're now standing alone in the foyer of an elegant mansion. The green miasma continues to swirl outside, casting a pallid, undulating glow. A hallway extends to your left and to your right. What do you do? So I'm not going to say I called it, but, I mean, you guys heard what I said. I totally called this. Um, I don't like being here, so... We should just figure out how to get out and, and get out. I mean, if you find things on the way, that's cool, but I just don't want to be here anymore. Yes, being here sucks. I've never appreciated being trapped, so I say we find that password and get out of here. Did the professor say what the password would look like? like I, is I don't it, think so. Is it written on an onk? Is it in a book? Do we know? No, he didn't say anything about it. I mean, the other one was written in his journal, so I don't know where it originally was found. So that's a good question. I mean, it was definitely yeah. copied from somewhere else. Uh, I, I guess we'll just have to keep our eyes open for anything with writing on it. Yeah, he must have copied it from maybe another scroll or book of some sort, a carving, engraving that's hidden somewhere, perhaps. Maybe we should just search and look for anything that seems to not be part of the building. Anything that's been carried in, changed, moved, like it's been used. 
often. When you described this place, was there like dust everywhere? I don't remember. You haven't really taken a moment to, you got like a, a kind of cursory description, um, which I'm happy to, to read again if you want. Um, or you can just, you haven't taken a moment to like really examine your surroundings closely. I will do that. I will take a moment to examine my surroundings closely. So you notice that this mansion is very luxurious. It is well kept, not over extravagant, but it is definitely what you would consider high class. Um, you may or may that may or may not register to a lizard folk who has no time for such vanities, but there's brass and bronze fixtures. The doors are made of fine, you know, iron bound oak. The furniture is of a deep brown wood, and there are oil lamps sort of creating just like little faint pockets of light throughout. It is very clean, and it doesn't look, it's not like run down, scary, dilapidated. It looks like very well kept and modern. I, I mean, modern for the time. Okay. It doesn't look like it will be easy to trace. New activity. There's no dust on the floor or on fixtures. I, um, does it look like it would be easy to keep track of where you are in this mansion? Or does like everything kind of look similar? And with like the haze of the miasma, um, does it does it look like if we didn't keep track of where we were coming from, we would get lost? Or is it something that it's just like a normal mansion in that we, as long as you're not... You know, as long as you're paying attention, you can figure out where you came from. It seems like you are aside. Swirling green miasma aside, it seems like you're in just a very beautiful, well-designed mansion. Uh, it's not overtly complicated. It's seems like you're in a house, like someone's house. I I don't know. I I guess we'll pick any mini money mo. I don't know how you do it here in this plane. But we'll just randomly choose a direction and, and keep going that way. I mean, I'm I'm pretty good at keeping track of where we're going. So, I, I mean, don't think we're going to get lost. But I think you're right that I have no idea where someone's been. Or even if someone's been for a while. Like, we don't know how old this is or when it was created. So, we will just start looking, I guess. All right, so you're presently standing in the foyer. Behind you is the double doors that you kind of entered through via portal. The ceilings arch about 15 feet overhead, and long hallways stretch out to either side of the foyer. In front of you, facing opposite the door that you entered, there is a door to you know chambers, and that door is slightly ajar, and then there's the hallways that extend to your left and to your right. And looking down them, you see doors. Uh, if you look to the left, down that hallway, the doors are on your right. If you look down to the right, there's doors on your left side. You also see a staircase leading up. So Cheruvian's going to go and peek into that open door and start kind of exploring around, seeing if he can see any signs of people. Sure. I wish Rolf was on this adventure with you. Your dog would be making great foley for it. <laughs> For him. <laughs> Shit. It's cool. Don't worry about it. 
All right, so you peek into this room and you see a floor to ceiling bookshelf. There's books everywhere. Even more books are resting on several large scarlet armchairs and small wooden tables. And you notice several paintings on the wall. Uh, as you look in and trace your eyes, you see that a fluffy black cat is curled up on one of the chairs. So hmm. as soon as so, I see the the black cat, I'm going to go and start baby talking to black cat. and Oh, look at the pretty little kitty. And start petting the cat if it if it lets me. Um, while everybody else is kind of exploring, I'm, my focus first is the kitty. Yeah, as it as you enter, the cat sits up and uh, does like a little circle. Come over, roll an animal handling check. Eleven. Um, so you're petting the cat and it's nuzzling you. You know it's hungry. It wants food. It rolls over and shows its belly to you, and it's uh, doing those little flirty rolls to try and coax you into giving it something delicious to eat. Teruvian's gonna call out to Levo. Do you still have the any of the mice from that we killed from before? Their bodies have been cleaned and their bones have been turned into tools and trinkets. I could do the same with this animal if you would prefer. No, I think it's of use to us. Don't you dare. I will literally fight you if you try to hurt this cat. So I, I mean, all the, the, the field rations that we have aren't really cat friendly. You know, they're, they're designed for, you know, longevity. So trying to think is there anything that we would have that is edible to a to a cat yeah truvian's searching his bag but can't find much of anything maybe oh this poor little kitty's hungry i mean maybe there's a kitchen somewhere in this house or something that has some food because i mean i don't think the kitty wants to have some of our hard tack or jerky i mean i just can't imagine that being you know cat food yeah, good point. I wonder where he's searched before. He might have come from somewhere where there's food, or if someone's taking care of him, he might have come from where he is. I'll try to track and see if I can see where this cat's come from. So, Truvian will look for... Look, do I'll, I want to do a check to see, like, does this cat have somewhere it normally goes to? Does it have, like, a route it takes to hunt, or does it go run off to the kitchen to be fed by a human every once in a while and then come here to sleep. Basically trying to see if there's anything I can figure out since the cat's the only thing I have and I like animals. Like Sir. if it goes anywhere, then maybe we can use that to find out where its food is. Yeah, certainly. Or so follow it. It's, I mean, presently it's, um, you know, it's working its rounds on Cammy. You notice that it's, I don't think that you need to roll a check to this. You notice that it is a very well-fed cat. You also notice it's wearing a collar around its neck. Well, okay. Well, we'll check the collar for a tag or something along those lines. See what's up with the collar. It says buttons, and it's made out of a button. <laughs> buttons? That's a cute name for a cat. It seems to like you, Cammy. And the feeling is mutual. Um, yeah, um... Did you figure out where it goes for its food, or are we just going to start looking? Must not go far, fat cat like this. So as you guys uh, discuss the cat, it eventually just gets bored with you and slinks out the uh, door that was left ajar. Following that cat. 
you follow the cat go somewhere yeah okay yeah i think of we followed cat you follow that cat so the cat slinks out the room through the narrow door it goes it takes a left out of the room it walks just past the staircase and toward another room that with the door is also slightly ajar you notice that there is a glow coming from this room the and you kind of as you get closer to it you just kind of like smell the uh, aromas of a kitchen and as you get close you kind of the door is left you know slightly open so you kind of peek in and you can see an iron stove and tables you see large racks lined with pots pans and cooking utensils is there uh any food storage or ice box or um nearby a, like stairs to a, a root cellar or anything like that where they would store the food are you entering the kitchen yeah like i'm i, I mean we're gonna look through once we see the kitchen yeah i'm, I'm definitely gonna enter the kitchen okay you pop hey, through the kitchen. I think we found the kitchen. Uh, as you enter, you see two small forms uh, land next to you on the table. Uh, they're peculiar looking creatures. They're kind of just like these spherical blobs with long spindly arms and legs and what looks to be like bat wings. One is kind of orangish colored. The other is kind of bluish. And uh, they bow deeply to you and say... Oh, hello. How can we be of help to our honored guests? Cooking? Cleaning? Mending your clothes, perhaps? And they look up at you eagerly. Oh, I, I didn't know this room was occupado. Um, hello. Um, we are just looking to get this adorable little kitten button some food. Do you have cat food around here? I mean, I'm sure that, judging by it, it's, it's not going hungry, but... I mean, let's be honest, it's probably always hungry. So what's a little bit more extra food right now? Oh, yes. You know, don't no need to mind the, the cat's buttons. Come, come get your food. And one of them flies off. And um, you also see over kind of farther down the kitchen, um, there's various ceramic bowls on the floor and a number of cats just kind of going in, meowing, uh, eating, and licking themselves oh and then the uh the other one looks at you and says is is there anything that you require some tea perhaps some something to eat i don't want to be cliche or anything but what we really need are answers um where are we and who are you oh well welcome to festandia's mansion my name is coriander and that there is cumin and you see the other uh, creature uh, busy feeding feeding the cats. We are the caretakers here. Do you say Fistandia? Yes, the great and powerful wizard Fistandia. This is her home, and she is my creator. Um, I would very much love to meet Fistandia. Where is she? I'd tell her how uh, absolutely adorable her kitties are and this marvelous house. Oh. And uh, suddenly you see uh, Coriander kind of look a little sad for a creature with kind of expressionless face. Um, oh, Vistania has been gone for some time. How long has it been? Five years? Five hundred years? Or maybe a fortnight? Homunculi don't have much use for time. Um, well, Coriander, we are looking to... To head back, and I know that we got here through some 
wizardry. And um, I just, we don't really know how to get out. Is there any, could you just help us to maybe Fistandia's office or her study? Do you know where that could be? Oh, oh yes, the study. Yes, you are welcome to use the study. Just go out this kitchen, turn right, and it's the first door on your right. Don't go up the stairs. And that's the study. Just Vistandia and Freyat always warned us never to touch the books with the letters on them. Don't all books have letters on them? What does that mean exactly? It looks at you and shrugs. Well, do you want to go check out that study, I guess? Um think that's probably the best place to start. I mean, it may have some clues on how she, how she got out of here, if not where she went. Is that the room we just came from? I don't know. Is that the room that we just came from? Yes, it is. Do you know how to leave this place, Coriander? Leave this place? We don't leave the kitchen. This is where we live. Hmm. We were told by Fistandia and Freyot that we should stay here and serve, and that is our greatest desire and only wish. Who's Freya? Oh, Freyot. And the um, the other um, homunculus flies over to you. Fre- Freyot is the one who created me. He is my master. Is Where's your he master? Gone as well? Yeah, good question. Where is Freyot? I do not know. He, he could be gone 5,000 years, it seems. Um, you guys are terrible at telling time. I would definitely invest in a calendar. It would definitely it'd help out a lot. But Ooh, time. Do, you rem- do you remember, before they left, did they ever say something? Just every time that they left, they'd, they'd say something that's always seemed a little funny and out of place? Yeah, yes. Yes, while you while you've mentioned it, they always say coriander. Don't forget to clean up the kitchen. And I never quite understood what they meant by that. Maybe it was to clean the kitchen. Well, I don't well, really want to look through every single book, and I, I, I just think, I can't imagine that being the best option as of now. So, do you want to continue looking on this first floor, and maybe we'll. Find something interesting that'll help us? Try the phrase. Coriander, remember to clean up the kitchen. You're not the boss of me. <laughs> yeah, I think we should search the grounds more before committing to looking through all the books, especially if there's certain books that we shouldn't touch. That makes me a bit nervous. They could be cursed or portals to yet another dimension I'll get locked in. The Trubian's yeah, I... gonna like go back out in the hallway and start looking for some other rooms to explore. Yeah, I, I think that that's like to go and just make an inventory of what rooms are there. I don't think, I don't know, do a, a full search of each room immediately is, you know, I think we'll just, I'd like to just walk around and just look at, see what rooms are here. And then we can circle back to the interesting rooms afterwards, at least on the first floor. Sure. Just Sounds describe like a plan. Describe where you want to go. All the doors were on one side of the hall, correct? You said, like the hallway leads, because the hallway has windows outside. So all the doors are on the inside of the hallway, correct? Yes. So if you were to like looking outside of the kitchen, that would put you out in the main hallway that leads to the foyer. If you look mm-hmm. to your left, you see another door 
on the left hand side of the wall you see mm -hmm. a door at the end of the hallway to your left looking to your right you immediately see a staircase leading up past that you see the door that you entered the study you see two more doors on your right and you see another door at the far end of the hallway okay we'll just maybe follow the hallway left because we came from the right which is right yep He's right and right again was the is the guy. So if we go left out of the there and then just follow you know, the left wall, yeah. the left wall rule. You're going left just... left out of the kitchen, is that right? Yeah, left out of the kitchen and then just follow that left wall, not going up any stairs, but just tracing the left wall all the way around and then looking at any, looking inside any door that we see. Cool. So you go you move on to the next door and this door is closed. Try to open it. It is unlocked and opens. What's, what room is it inside? You peek in and you see large windows forming the entirety of one wall. Looking out, you see three planted beds filled with vegetation. Within the room, you see a crystal chandelier hanging above a table made of dark wood. Six wooden chairs with scarlet cushions surround the table. A seventh chair sits alone in the far corner. I don't know if this is the meeting room or, or, or what. I mean, this is a very large table sounds like they're holding important meetings um i, I do like the the veg the ambiance the the greenhouse style but uh i don't know do you want to let's just keep keep looking on and remember the greenhouse slash i, I believe room. it's a it's a dining room cami i believe oh this, it's adjacent where, to the kitchen this is where you eat this mm, i believe interesting. it looks like a, a hall for eating sounds interesting i guess um let's continue on i guess where do you go okay At um we'll check the next door along that wall adjacent to yes and or is there another one so, or is it the one at the end of the hall now well to you also notice your your assumption that this is the dining hall that's adjacent to the kitchen is correct you see a door that leads into the next room which was the kitchen that you were just in Ooh. so looking Exiting the kitchen, you see a door to your left, and that door, just having been in that last room, you just you know that's the door out to that vegetation, that that um, greenhouse. Does that make sense? Wait a minute, exiting the dining room or exiting the kitchen? So in the dining room, there was a large uh -huh. window, like the wall. Yeah. One of the walls was mm -hmm. just a window to you know a, a little garden outside. Mm -hmm. mm, okay. When you exit the kitchen and turn left, there's a door. That door leads to that you mean exit the dining room and turn left you exit the dining room turn left there is a door gotcha. yes that There's will a door lead you that leads to the greenhouse yeah that leads outside to a greenhouse correct and that greenhouse like can be seen through the windows of the dining room yes if you yeah it's like a full glass gotcha. like wall i think truvian would look um i'll go and look at the plants can i do scan for anything kind of i don't know familiar or interesting about the nature that he sees yeah um so let's describe what you're doing are you going into the arbitorium or are you looking at it from the dining hall he's just looking through the he's just looking at through the dining hall okay so um, does that mean like you got you guys went into the dining hall yeah he had what when he's okay so he's like i believe this is a dining hall and like had walked in at that point and is kind of drawn towards the nature he sees through the window 
Okay, gotcha. So he's in the room, yeah. Okay, perfect. That's, yeah, good context. Um, what's the rest of the party doing in the meantime? I think Levo's staying close to everybody, so if they walk into a room, he'll walk with them. So if he goes into the room, I go into the room. Yeah, we're just, I'm just following along okay. as well. So go ahead and roll a nature check uh, to Rivian, and let's see what you can ascertain from these plants. Oh, no. I rolled a six. So looking at this vegetation, you see things that are exotic. You see things that are outside of the range of your normal repertoire from the Underdark. Um, some of these are just very confusing to you. They just don't, you, based off of your knowledge of those types of like fungal varieties and tubers and such um, from the Underdark. And these are just like, these are just weird alien plants. You do notice two drift globes mm. floating through, uh, floating in the, the uh, arbor, arboretum, providing light for the plants. Two drift globes? Two drift globes, Ooh. which you think is weird because it's like, why would a plant need light? This is stupid, but you're also a draw. This is some real above ground shit going on in here. Uh, Leva would like to take a look also, just as she glances around, does she recognize any of the plants? Yeah, go ahead and roll a nature check as well. 18 plus 2, 20. Wow, Levo knows her vegetables. She eats a lot of stuff. Yeah, so uh, I think in a similar fashion of Elder Scrolls, you've probably tasted quite a few of these regents uh, through your travels. You can tell this this is maybe um, some kind of wizard's garden. You see things that are being grown that are commonly used for reagents and, and potions and things of that like. To put it another way, these are not things, these things are grown pragmatically. This garden is made for potions and regents, not for eating. Who's got the heavy dice? Your DM, let's roll for initiative. Oh no! What did you do, Levo? I said they weren't for eating. Well, um, so as you are examining these these plants and your back is turned, you hear like a <laughs> kind of like a snarl slurping sound. And oh. let's see who is standing there. I think uh, Teruvian, you're standing there and you feel a chair try to bite you. All right, what? so that is 18 to hit. That hits. Okay, so this, um, yeah, you're you're examining these plants, and then suddenly, um, <laughs> this you know chair, this scarlet wrapped chair, just chomps down on your hind leg, on your on your like on your uh, hamstring, and you take five damage as its teeth sink in through your armor and pierce your skin. It hurts a lot, and you get to move. All right, Truvian like yelps in pain and screams like the forget about the plants. That's not what's alive that's not the living thing i'm worried about let's see i'm gonna pull out my um short swords since they're obviously in melee range i'm gonna take some swipes at that chair um also just a heads up when this thing bits you you are grappled by it oh grappled yeah so okay. your speed can't your speed becomes zero you can't move so you're basically like attached to this thing okay Alrighty. first one is 21 that hits. And then the second attack, 18. Also hits. Okay. Four on the first damage, seven on the second. So this thing chomps down on your leg. You shriek out in pain. Instinctively, you pull out your uh, two short swords and do like a double downward stab at it. You sink them both solidly into 
this chair's upholstery and it uh, growls in anger. Is there anything else? Nope. He's just in shock and pain. Yeah. I'm very confused. Levo, it is your turn. Okay, Levo wants to move into the into the fray and hit this chair with a with her hammer. Hit that chair. I'm gonna try. Thirteen plus two, fifteen to hit. That hits. Um, all right, two d six. It is ten damage. What kind of hammer do you use? A maul. Is it like? stick and bone or like it's a rock on a stick cool yeah you uh you bring out your trust does it have a name no oh, why okay. do i, name I don't know might have like skull crusher or something that'll be kind of no, cool i have no physical attachment to tools okay you pull out your hammer plus one hammer of pragmatism and bring it down fiercely on this uh chair you hear the wood fibers and just splinter and crunch under this weighty blow. And it also lets out some semblance of a whip- whimper of pain. Kimmy. Is there any other creatures moving besides the single chair that I see? You could roll a perception check to make that uh, assertion. Yeah, I just want to, you know, just to look around real quick to see if there's something else moving. Well, if you just want to do like a quick look around, you don't see anything. Yeah, moving. yeah, I'm not going to do a perception check. Yeah. Okay. That, Sorry, was, not, uh, that was the question. Do you want to use your action to do like a, a decisive check or at the moment, nothing no. is moving aside from this thing and you guys? Okay. Yeah. So it it could be another thing, but I don't want to, I will, uh, I will hit it with sacred flame. I will summon some array of blinding light uh, down uh wisdom save it fails all right four damage for radiant damage you call upon the raven queen's blessing and she answers a what color is is the light of the raven queen oh well she wants it to be rainbow so it is a it's by it's just like a rainbow beam that hits her name amy rainbow okay so a, um, a prismatic beam of light splashes down and sears into this uh this creature and it is still trying to cling on to Taruvian, uh, but you can tell that it is exceptionally weakened. It has received grievous injuries. And despite that fact, it is going to chomp down on Taruvian and try and get more of that sweet, meaty haunch. Mm. Well, you had advantage, and it still was not up to the task. Taruvian, you feel it's... You feel its energy and vitality fading as it continues to try and bite harder, but its energy is failing, and the once powerful bite that you felt before, I mean, it it feels like a child version of this thing trying to meekly bite at you. And it is your turn. Okay, so he, uh, like, sunk his two swords into the upholstery before, and then he's going to try to, like, basically just scissor outward just break the thing in half again with two short sword attacks roll those attack rolls 10 and 8 he's wincing in pain yeah chomped so you try to bring your swords back down on to to finish off to finish off this monstrosity Uh, as you do it just it, it takes an unexpected bite and another wave of pain surges through your body Uh, causing your concentration to lapse and um, the short swords kind of harmlessly clang off of its 
exterior, you don't feel like you've harmed it. It is Levo's turn. Levo's a simple lizard folk. She wants to hit this chair or ottoman or whatever that is with a hammer again. Yeah, chafe this chase. Get it. Oh, shit. That's a nat 20. All right. Do you want to describe? Don't even roll damage. Do you want to describe how Levo uh, finishes this? It's good because I didn't have enough dice. Um, Yes. So Levo standing next to Teruvian raises her hammer made out of a stick and a rock and just unceremoniously smashes it down upon the the top of the chair. The chair splits into splinters. And she looks at Teruvian. Stop messing with the furniture. Ah, oh, thank you. I'd take a seat to rest, but uh, I don't trust it. As this thing goes through its death rattle, it kind of reverts to this amorphous form with a long purple tongue and rows of teeth. Um, you know it to be a mimic. All right, so I don't really exactly know how this place works, but wouldn't she have had to bring in the mimic purposefully for it to be here i mean this is her creation so she brought those cats as well maybe she likes collecting weird little animals yeah the cats are cute mimics are i mean is they're weird i don't know they're not cute that's for sure i mean it's a chair i don't know if a chair is cute or ugly it can be fancy did she at the trap i mean like but i don't know why i i guess i'm gonna probably keep our guard up if we're gonna keep <coughs> going into rooms i don't want to <laughs> get jumped again just by a mimic pretending to be a mirror or a door or anything else i mean all right smash all furniture noted i vote cammy goes first okay um so we're there um which way were you going to go were you gonna go out the the door before i was you were you attacked were by a chair yeah yeah I was just trying to figure out what these plants were that he was cultivating. So I guess we should check the next room over and and see what's growing out there. At least there's no not as much furniture in that room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's what we will do. Let's go check out that greenhouse. I mean, I don't know. Might as well keep going. Keep trying. It doesn't seem like there's anything else in this room except for furniture and or fake furniture, dead fake furniture. So so Cammy Cammy leads the way with her. Her shield out now. She's definitely on guard. Um, and she's going to exit into the hallway and then enter the room. Um, enter the door that looks like it's going out to that uh, arboretum. Arboretum. So you exit to the arboretum and it's an open space. The glass walls arch upward. Flowering shrubs and small trees grow between the paths that meet in a semicircular patio. There's no sun out. There's that just green miasma, but two drift globes float above the plants, bathing them in light. There's colorful blossoms everywhere, exotic looking plants, and the room smells Exceedingly sweet. Cammy's going to go and take some of the more colorful blossoms, and she's going to pick them, and uh, just a couple of them, and weave them into her armor, um, and turn to him, turn to uh, Levo, uh, and, and hold up her finger like, shh, they don't have to know about this. I mean, they're so pretty. Are there any particular ones that draw Cammy's attention? The brightest ones. She is not a. She knows almost nothing about flowers, as she spent most of her life um, in the Shadowfell, where there is very little, you know, colorful vegetation uh, and there's no sun. 
So she's very used to that, but um, she doesn't know anything about plants in this realm. So she just finds one with the color, the most colorful flowers. That's where she's going towards. Cool. I think you you, you uh, look at one and um, maybe it's, it looks kind of like a birds of paradise. Um, just very ornate, elaborate with multi, like just lots of stuff going on. Are you collecting these? Yeah. I mean, not for any reason except for because they're pretty. But she's, yeah, like I said, weaving them into like the, her armor and places just so she has a little pop of color in her outfit. Perfect. All right. Yeah. So you've collected some, we'll just, you know, on your inventory sheet, just call them rare plants and who knows what, where they might pop up again, but you have that. What else do you guys um, do? So you said that I, I don't remember what I rolled, but it was, it was good enough to know that Leva knew that these were regions and different things like that. I doubt she would know exactly what they're used for because she's not a wizard or especially smart does she know like the names of these things or like i would say it, i'll let you like, determine that, that one's poisonous basically like, yeah just like knowing your character you all let you or you, know, you let you judge the um level of her intellect and what knowledge stores she has but i would say absolutely safe like she would have very primal knowledge of like this one heals you this one makes you sick yeah. this one you know would know their property she might not know the formal yeah. name for them but you know yeah that's barfweed don't eat it Make yeah. sure. <laughs> does she see any now that she's closer that she thinks like oh tight that one tastes good or makes me like cures my heartburn yeah you know what since i think you well let's do this you can do some kind of foraging check and then depending would on that be, would that be nature We'll let you use or nature survival. or survival. I think survival would make more sense if you're trying to like forage for something. Yeah. Uh, that's a 16. So you, you do some searching around and you find some plants that you know if you consume them will help purge the body of toxins. So roll a d4. Uh, a four. Okay. So I think you find, you pick four of these um, chamomile looking flowers and uh, you know that if you brew this into like a tea or maybe even eat just like the petals, it will give you advantage against poison or maybe help you cleanse the effect of poison. Tight. All right. What else are you guys doing? So, so it's just like a circular path with plants. I'll do a perception check just to see if there's any anything that I, I notice that doesn't, you know, looking around to, to see something that doesn't fit in or something maybe that's hidden or, or you know, maybe... Something like that. All right, roll. Go roll for secrets. It is a secret roll. Uh, it, it is a nat twenty. I know that there's probably nothing here, but I mean that's what we're we're looking around this mysterious mansion, looking for secrets. So, secret hunt, nat twenty. Yeah, I'm sorry that you wasted a natural twenty on that. <laughs> um, you that is all right? Uh, I I think overtly cautious from your last encounter with this surprise mimic. You do a thorough inspection of this room. And, you know, aside from these amazing plants, which are just absolutely incredible and very stimulating to you, you don't come up with anything that's out of the ordinary, aside from being trapped in an extra dimensional mansion. Oh, um, I think I think we're done out here. I mean, it's really pretty, but can't imagine the answer to, to escape is. Uh, in the pretty garden. When are you guys so, do? I guess. Agreed. Yeah, we should I'll, search on. Are you exiting the arboretum? 
I will exit the Arboretum, and I guess the next door we haven't gone through. Well, let's not get too that, of, let's know. not get too ahead of ourselves. Okay, we are exiting the Arboretum. As you move to exit the Arboretum, everyone roll me a constitution save, please. Natural one. 20. Okay, 10. Cammy, you're going to walk out and you grab the door and open it. Um, but you notice Teruvian and Levo, all you, all you guys really know, all you can remember from this point on is like, a huge wave of sweet smelling euphoria just like fills your nostrils and you just can't help but just turn around and just kind of float wander uh back into the arboretum cammy you hear a few little giggles and you feel like a, a brief gust of wind as this happens all right first is it a charmed effect i mean if it if it is then uh for uh for mark he they have uh, advan- uh advantage against charm effects yeah this one is not okay but that's all i, I wanted I did, okay I, i'm sorry i didn't know if you were trying to discern like yeah no i just wanted to make sure that that maybe he didn't he didn't know that. So. No, no, that's a good. That's yeah, a good, I was uh, going to ask about that. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so they look. They're turning around and immediately go, and I hear a giggle. Um, I will definitely turn back around and. Um. Hello. We're leaving. Let's go. <laughs> don't they leave respond. yet. Don't leave yet. <laughs> no, no, I... don't leave. Who's say so I'm look I look around to see if I can find where that voice is coming from. Um as you as they talk like you hear it from different spots, it's difficult to discern. So it seems it seems to a, move. Yeah, it's just a voice. It's not coming from like a person. Okay. Um Well, I mean, it'd be love. I mean, this is really pretty. I love it. Sorry I took a few of your flowers, but um we really have to be going. So I will walk over to, I guess the closest one, would, whoever, which one that was, and uh, kind of like g- grab him, you know, like what what's going on? Excuse me, what's going on? To like Teruvian or Levo? Yeah, to, yeah, exactly. One of them, like grab him by like the upper arm and like not yank him, but like pull like so that they're facing me because they're facing the other way, I would assume. So like, hello. Yeah. So like he, they're kind of floaty, but as you uh, grab whomever and accost them, uh, they kind of like snap out of it. Okay. And I'll do it to, to, to the other ones. So I did it to Levo and then I'll do it to Teruvian. And then as soon as they're out of it, I'm like, uh, there's some weird giggle bitch that's trying to fuck with us right now. And I'm not having it. So she gets, she gets her her mason her shield out. She's not happy about this. Mm, come play, play with us, stay and play with us, please. <laughs> and I guess at this point, we can roll initiative real quick. Or I don't know if it's um something you guys actually like. I don't. I, I'm hesitant to use initiative because well, it's not combat, but. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I was going to, I think when like Truving comes out of the days or whatever, he would instinctively want to know what was happening and like do some sort of perception check or something like, what, what are you talking about? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. So then kind of reassess the room again, you know, cause we can do it in turns and that'll help kind of organize things as things happen. I just don't want things to keep happening to you while you're on, like at this point, you know, something's going on. You know what I mean? So I'm going to let you guys decide what you want to do. Do you want to search the room? You just kind of awakened. The feeling was like maybe you took like some some kind of like really strong puff of pipe weed or tobacco and just like you felt really good and all you could just help to do is just in this f- hazy funk just sit back and mm. and relax. Can I do like a nature or survival check to see like if that's a familiar feeling or what might have caused it? Like have I had this mushroom before? Was that, is this a whole new thing? Yeah, go ahead and roll, yeah, nature. Can I do a perception check on my own um, bloodstream? No. <laughs> dang it, five. These dang above ground plants. I think that, yeah, um, you're, you're trying to like make some sense of it, but the lingering effects as they wear off, you're, you're cognizant, you're just, there's still a little bit of haze that's clogging up the works a little bit. Well, thanks for waking me up, Cammy. but I, I had no idea what's happening here never experienced anything quite like that play with us play with us i'm just gonna turn to leave i mean if i i I looked around the room i didn't see anything he did look around the room he didn't see anything so i mean what's slowly back out yeah slowly back out yeah okay um as you back away you hear them giggle again no don't leave don't leave and you again like this kind of ultra sweet just it just smells like pure euphoria um fills and uh and I, i'm sorry i misspoke i asked you guys to roll a constitution save and i apologize uh, i need you to roll a wisdom save even better i got a yeah, two a... that time instead of a one but that 18 i would make mine four okay 20 all right, yeah. so you guys are backing out, and you, um, you you smell this just like cloud of just you pure sweet euphoria. Uh, it seems to tempt Levo back, and she just like she's walking out with you, and then just nope, turns around and just starts walking back in. But you see her, you know, turn. So you guys don't seem to be affected by it, even though it is uh, intoxicating. But you see that it has. Um, affected levo what do you guys do immediately like when i see her start to turn i do what i did before was i like, kind of shake her out of it and i'm like levo um let's go i mean these plants don't really have any you know use for you i mean you're not a wizard these are just wizard plants they have no bones they have no meat they have no utility purpose so i think we should just get out of here right please stay with us play with us don't go please does that snap me out of it? Her shaking and talking? Yeah, yeah. Her like accosting you. You're like, <clears throat> all right, let's go. And she tells everybody, hold your breath. We can hold our breath long enough. Seems to be some sort of sweet smell or something. So let's just get out of here. So she'll hold her breath and try to walk out of the room. I can hold my breath for 15 minutes. Watch. That was, you're so, yeah, you get to use it for real. 
This is the second time you've been able to leverage <laughs> this technique. But yeah, Cammy, you've already succeeded on your your save, and so did Teruvian. So you know, you, you notice Levo starting to go back. You accost her and, and bring her out with you, and you successfully exit the arboretum. What do you guys do? I guess we'll keep going. I the last room. So there's a stair case here, but on all the other doors on the first floor that we haven't gone in are on the other side. They're all the on the right side. Back, like, yeah. Yeah. So past if you're, where we were past the, the, the study. Correct. correct. So if you're looking, you come out of the Arboretum, you're looking down this hallway, you see mm-hmm. the dining hall on your right, past that, the kitchen, there's a stairwell past. That's the study that you first entered. And then there are, two more doors on the right that you've not explored, and there's a door at the far end of the hallway that you've not explored. Well, that's two for two of fucked up rooms. I don't know. I don't like it. Um, I, we were even on our guard and that hit us hard. Um, we gotta keep looking. Um, I'd say we go check out the other rooms because, I don't know, This is something's not right. I don't imagine that this was as designed. So what do you do? Waiting for their confirmation. Okay, I lead... You know, I'll go first and we'll walk down and uh, the nearest uh, door that we have not explored in the hallway. We're ignoring the stairs now and we're going to go to that nearest door past the um, study and open it, but not step inside it just yet. Okay, so you're going past the study. All right, this next room, you're just peering inside? Yes, we're not going to go inside until we get a good look at it first. Okay, you uh, look in and you see a room containing a battered wooden mannequin and a weapon rack holding staves and daggers. It's all lit by indigo-tinted light streaming through the window. The floor is stained and scorched. At the far end of the room, a broom hovers in the air, sweeping the floor by itself. So Cammy is going to, it's a joke, she's going to cast Thaumaturgy on the mannequin and do like a ventriloquist act, like, you guys could come in here. I'm totally not going to attack you guys. As a joke. Like, obviously, it's her. The mannequin has invited us in. Let's us go. There are staves and daggers. Levo doesn't understand jokes. Or yeah, turns a phrase. You're, all right, Batista, we should, uh. It's a little Batista. A little Batista. Or Drax, I guess, not Batista. I hope that Batista himself understands <laughs> jokes. Nope, that's why they cast him. <laughs> She, she sighs at, at his just total, you know, does not get any of her hilarious jokes. Might as well step in. Okay. This uh, clearly appears to be some kind of training or exercise room. And you see that, that you know, mannequin. It looks to be like a dummy one would use to practice martial combat. You see different cuts and chips and scorch marks on it. Um, you see a weapons rack in the corner along with like a small shelf with some books and journals and such. See some posters on the wall. And then that uh, broom that's just going about sweeping its business, uh, just going about its business, sweeping the floor. I'm not going anywhere near that broom. Truvin kind of like nudges Cammy with his elbow. Cammy will walk in and, and look at some of the the training manuals and things like that just to see if there's any that seem out of place you know that that aren't don't belong here this and anything that catches her eye on the for the training manuals we're looking for a book i would assume so that's what she's looking at sure uh do you want to do like an investigation sure 
That is, uh, oh, 10. Yeah, so looking through, you see an interesting book. On the cover is a mage, uh, kind of like comically comically drawn to be a little over-muscled, a little over-fierce. And the wizard has a staff and one hand and a dagger in the other. And the title is Attack and Parry Positions for Wielders of Staves and Daggers, written on the on the spine. Uh, and it seems to be a lengthy treatise on different techniques one could use using these weapons in conjunction with each other. You wondered if you studied it long enough, perhaps you could learn something new. Um, I don't really use stabs or daggers. Uh, does anybody want to read up on this? And it could be useful. I don't know. Might as well grab it, right? If nothing else, perhaps those librarians would be interested in that. Or the uh, scholars back in Candlekeep. Right, well, I, I put it in my pack then. I grab it. Okay, make sure you inventory one volume of attack and prey positions for wielders of staves and daggers. Uh, Leva wants to look at the weapons rack. Is there anything interesting there? Yes. So on the weapons rack, there are finely made weapons. You see four daggers, four quarter staves, and 20 darts hanging in a leather bandolier on a weapons rack. Can I examine the darts? What type of darts? Uh, um, These, they, like, low gun darts? Crossbow darts? You know them to be the uh, standard throwing dart favored by rogues and assassins particularly in the underdark they use such weapons but there's like a they're they're just like put in a loops on a leather bandolier none of these are interesting to levo um i can use short swords and long bows so then levo moves to the dummy and wants to look at it pick at it with her fingernail a little bit and see kind of what it's all about yeah you examine the dummy and you notice, you know, very target, just based off of your martial prowess and hunter's prowess as a lizard folk, you can see that they, this person has been practicing critical strikes and targeting, you know, general weak points. You also see some scorch marks that might indicate, you know, blasts of magical or, you know, religious types of spells the fighter that practiced on this dummy seems proficient is he a user of the weapons mentioned in the manual do you think yes it would appear so there are dents from quarter staves and stabbed marks from daggers and scorch marks from some sort of magic maybe we should read that book to see how to defend against these types of attacks my thoughts exactly i take the book out and hand it to Levo, probably, I guess to both of them. I don't really know exactly which one would be more suited, but it's definitely not me. I'm not quite sure Levo can read, like, common, if it's in common. She can speak common. I don't know if she can read common. If she can, not well. I'll scan through and see if I can find any tips. I have martial weapon training and might be able to figure some things out. So I guess Taruvian will take the book and um, start kind of flipping through it to see how valuable the content is based on what he already knows. 
Yeah, I think maybe you go to the table of contents first, just to get an understanding of what the book is about and the contents within. Looking at it, if you it, it's a big book. If you were to, and there's a lot of illustrations and diagrams, it would take you a considerable amount of time to digest and be able to apply the information contained within these within this book. But it very much appears to be like a trainer's guide. Like I want to learn how to do to fight this way, so I bought this book to learn how to do it. You may you you bet it with given enough time, maybe like a week or a month or whatever, you could read this book, learn these techniques and methods, and be able to okay. apply them. Perhaps gaining maybe some kind of benefit, like a feat or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, I like okay. to leave that stuff open, but you won't be able to reap these benefits now. But if we ever pick this up again, we can explore that, essentially. That's kind of... Okay. So Teruvian will kind of glance it over and tell the others that um, this fighter was certainly no beginner. This manual is quite detailed. Um, it would take a great deal of focus and training to learn from it. So we'll hold on to it for now and he'll, we'll just keep it. Cool. Yeah. Just note that you have that and who knows what it'll bring in a future game. What else are you guys doing? Is there anything else in this room? I don't, I don't see anything. I don't, I mean, I, I mean, there's we, a scary magic broom, like the yes. chair that attacked me. Yeah. Let's probably leave that alone. I, I doubt it's a mimic. A mimics don't like doing chores. Probably. But um, probably your standard enchanted sweeping broom. But uh, yeah, I don't really want to mess with anything right now that I don't have to. And yeah, I, I can't imagine they have the magical password in the in the fighting room. So I guess we could just leave and go to the next door. So if there are no objections, that's what she starts to walk out the door. But once again, because every other time when they try to leave somebody fights, she's like walking out carefully with her shield up still just to make sure that that mannequin is not going to come to life <laughs> yeah truvians like making big circles around inanimate objects for obvious fear-based reasons you notice as you guys leave at truvian especially after you're like making these wide circles the broom starts to kind of like go in the path that you you have got you guys have walked in already just kind of room basically it's Roombaing behind you, cleaning up, but <laughs> to you, Teruvian, I think it looks like it's following you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm definitely keeping my eyes on that GD cursed broom. All right, and you, but you are enter you're able to exit this uh, training room uh, without further incident. Uh, so moving down, do you just want to hit the next room? That's yeah, the next one yeah, ever. The next room right there. Okay. the the uh, the The door to this room is closed. Cami will. You know, put up her shield, op uh, take her free hand and open the door, open it, and but not walk into the room until she sees what's in there. All right. You uh, crack the door open and immediately you can tell you are at the entryway to a massive library. Tall shelves filled with books line the walls of this room. Two more shelves run through the middle of the room with a 10 foot wide aisle between them. Several stacks of books are piled high throughout the room. There are small reading desks with cozy scarlet chairs in the corners. Soon as Cammy sees all the books, she just mutters to herself, way too many books to read. And I mean, I guess it'd only be two of us too. Uh, sorry, Levo, but I can't really imagine you being much help in this. Um, 
Tim, I can look at the pictures. All right, I picked. I you got dibs on picture books. I'll I'll remember that. Cammy takes a step in, uh, and then does a perception check just to see once again if there's anything that just immediately sticks out as you know just sticks out to her. Okay, so go ahead and you're just doing a casual observation of the room. Though, kind of kind of describe what you're what you're doing a little bit. So you're just looking if there's any books that are out and about. Um, like sitting on the desk or like a book that's sitting on a counter or, or, or something like that. Like, uh, going one by one through these books is going to be painful. So she's looking of any book that just looks like, you know, that catches her eye. You know, that's a, the quick thing that just looks around any book that catches her eyes. Odds are more likely to have it than a book that's just randomly on the shelf. Yeah. Roll perception. 12. Okay. So you scan the room. There's just, there's books everywhere, but uh, you kind of take like a broad peripheral view and then kind of hone in on like looking at the desks. And you notice on one of the, uh, sitting on one of the reading desks, there is a book and it is, it is closed. The spine is turned toward you, but this book looks very familiar to you, but it's a little bit far away, but like, you're pretty sure you've seen this book recently. And in fact, you're almost confident it looks similar to the book that got you into this mess in the first place. Very excitedly, she walks over to the to the book to uh, to pick it up. Okay, so you uh, walk over to go pick it up. Uh, roll a deck save. Seventeen. Uh, so you're walking, and as you're kind of walking over to look at this book, there's just these heaping piles of books everywhere, and just a, a pile of them just fall over, like almost on top of you. But you uh, just kind of. With, uh, with with agility and alacrity, you just kind of dodge out of the way uh, as these heavy books just kind of collapse. Teruvain, like, extinct, instinctually pulls out his short swords when he hears the loud commotion and, like, is being super defensive. Yeah, you saw Cammy kind of walk over, and then as she walked over, you saw this precariously piled tower of books just kind of, like, topple over and almost fall on top of her. Cammy... Jumps back just in time. Even with all of her armor, she's still an elf. So she's a little bit more dexterous than your average person. And she turns back to him. She just like overly gestures, like swiping sweat off her brow and goes, Whew, I almost became a cami sandwich. Classic camwich. <laughs> she goes to the uh, she goes to the book and picks it up. Now so, that she's close enough to reach it. Yep. You get close to the book. You notice that it has an uh, on the spine, just a, instead of a title, it's just a large golden R. You notice on the cover, you see the same visage of the intense looking wizard with the uh, you know red gemmed inlaid eyes um, in the same ornate sort of like drawings and patterns on the front. Well, I mean... Do you guys want to go right now? We haven't even checked upstairs, but uh, I mean, this is a kooky, creepy mansion where everything seems to try to kill us or do bad stuff to us. So, I mean, I vote we get out of here as fast as possible, right? We were charged with finding the password out not and nothing else. Yeah, that's a good point. So Cammy is going to look through the book to see if there's any other... Like how the other one had a highlight and arrows drawn to it, uh, the scepter. You know, she's looking if there's any other word that just jumps out when she scrolls through the book. 
you open the book and all of the pages are blank. Hmm. Double fuck. What's wrong? Uh, we got a blank book here. Um, I can't believe it's actually blank, but I'm not a wizard. Uh, so I just, I don't know. Um, unlikely that it's actually blank, but I, does anybody have any way to, to see if there's some sort of spell or illusion on this book to, to hide some letters? I don't, I just don't know. I know of drow magic, but that's it. Cammy's going to look look around and see if there's any some anything pretty obvious nearby like a a lens or a light or something that may make the book legible if there is anything written on it. There's aside from the large gold letter R on the spine, there's nothing else written on or in this book. But there and there's no like lens or anything nearby uh or light like a special like a candle or something nearby that would maybe sitting on the reading know, desk yeah. nearby you see a jeweled letter opener hmm. uh does any have any ideas perhaps the instruments to read this book are not in this room as likely as any um came will go over and grab that jeweled letter opener just it's the only thing that else that like stands out so she'll go grab it uh, you go over and pick it up and feel its heft in your hand. Clearly, it's made from the most extravagant materials, uh, precious gold, a ruby, uh, maybe like silver is the, the metal uh, sharpened to a point. Uh, it is very fine. You feel like it's quite a nice piece of opulence. Uh, as you guys are talking and searching, I need you all to roll a de- uh, dexterity check, a dexterity save. I got a four. 14. 17. All right. So, uh, Kimmy, you go over to, uh, you see this uh, jeweled letter opener, your eyes light up, and you go over to examine it. Uh, Teruvian and Levo, you're kind of left to ponder these books and distracted. Another pile of books just topples over and falls on top of you, and you take uh, three damage to Teruvian and four damage to Levo. Those books were real heavy, and the corners just all the corners seem to fall on top of you. Oh, right on the right on the noggin. Kimi goes over to Teruvian because he's been hit a couple times already. So she asks him, "Are you? You need any healing? Are you fine? Or how are you doing? Perhaps a short rest." Yeah. Um, between all of the inanimate objects that are kicking my ass today might be nice to uh rest a bit i think um it makes sense that the to view the book would be maybe in the study since you know you take your books from your library and check them out in your study um also might be a place where i could sit down for a moment there so he's going to kind of collect himself and get up off the floor and kind of limp across the library a little bit head towards the study Kami, Levo? I head back to the study. Yep, Levo sticks with them. Uh, as you guys exit, make another deck save. Eight. Six. Nineteen. My luck's going to run out here very soon. <laughs> All right, so uh, Levo and Kami, you are you kind of lead the way out 
Taruvian is cautiously following behind. Um, but Taruvian, I think maybe your your injuries have slowed your reaction a little bit. Maybe those uh, books to the head kind of dulled your senses. Because um, another pile of books, a huge heaping pile of books falls down. Um, <laughs> and you take four damage. Okay. And like this pile of books falls, but it seems like it's falls and then just like fall, like books keep moving and falling and page, you just hear like the flittering of pages, almost like if there's a, a, a cyclone in a library, like the pages just fluttering. Um, what do you guys do? Um, Teruvian's gonna call out. This is no, this is no accident at this point. I feel like I'm under complete attack. You've made it close to the door. What will you do? I mean, he's like really dragging ass at this point. So he's just kind of uh, going to stop in the doorway and kind of like brace himself against it out of breath and beat up. Okay. Uh, you stop for a moment uh, and you see these books kind of coalesce into a floating pile of swarming books it's standing or it's not standing it's kind of floating in the far part of the library where you were you know where you had been examining um, the book you found on the table it seems to be like absorbing more books uh you know coming into its its form uh, and it's slowly it you know it's slowly moving toward the um to the door toward you what will you do do I have mm-hmm. to be in like active combat to use a spell or anything like that? Uh, no, but if you, I mean, if you use a, a spell, we'll definitely start an initiative, but mm, yeah. you could, you could okay. kick it off. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm going to have to role play it. I think the player in me doesn't want to, but um, okay. So Teruvian hurt and scared by the giant inanimate book monster forming in front of him would attempt to use ensnaring strike to keep it where it is. Okay, that's my goal. Yeah. Okay, so then in that case, um, I will roll my attack from the longbow. 20 attack roll. Cool. That is a hit. And then I believe you have to... I think it's just when it hits. Yep. Next time you hit a creature, a writhing mass of thorny vines appears. Yeah, it has Target to must succeed a strength saving throw or else be restrained. So I'm guessing that the, the, the strength save is based on your spell save. So what's your spell save? My spell, spell save DC is 12. Perfect. Thank you. Aha. Oh, and if it's a if it's a large creature, it gets advantage on that saving throw. By the way, it says. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm gonna let you all play this out. So, uh, essentially, like you've been toppled over by these books, they've just been pouring on you. Um, it seems like the ha- the the on both sides the shelves are just like flowing books, and you turn back around and you have maybe a little bit of fear, but maybe also a little bit of anger. I don't know. You tell us. You take this action. What do you do? Like play play it out for us. Yeah. Okay. So he's like he- was headed towards the door and kind of like slumped up in the doorway. Sees the books coalescing, um, and since he's pretty hurt, he's like definitely pissed. Especially because 
all of this is super strange, you know, not used to like fighting against things that aren't animals or like humanoids. So um, kind of haphazardly, a little recklessly, I guess, will quickly grab his bow and leaning up against the door, do almost like a hip shot quickly and shoot just straight towards like what would be the main mass. Maybe if there's kind of like a shoulders forming or something like that, if it's a humanoid type form. So basically just like full on panic body shot towards the biggest target, hoping that the vines will grab all the books and save him. I love it. So moving with, with desperation, you aim your shot and despite the tense situation, your centuries of training with the bow have served you well. You lose an arrow and it streaks straight for a thick meaty tome of uh, depicting a, a gargoyle shrieking with fiery red gem eyes and the arrow pierces this book right in the eye and immediately breathing explosion of vines comes out and it almost looks like it's clogging up the works as this thing's trying to form and the books seem to be struggling as as they are pushed away from this mass of vines uh, and it seems to be buying you a few moments what do you do so basically at this point i'm kind of giving you the option if you want to enter initiative and go into combat phase we can do that or you can choose other actions i'm kind of um, giving you that option but if you okay um can i i feel like in his panic he's shot from the hip and really the the goal is to just GTFO. So can I shoot as I like retreat out the door or like, well, I'm kind of giving you that one free shot. But I already attacked. Yeah. I'm kind of giving yeah. you that one free shot as like a surprise round. But if you continue to assault this thing, like we, we have to enter initiative and in, in combat. I'm kind of giving you like a little freebie. Gotcha. I mean, I'll just shoot another error then. Okay. Everyone roll initiative. What's going to happen next in this great book battle that's unfolding? Find out next week as the party continues to punch their way through their problems as they uncover the secret to escaping this mysterious mansion. We're getting close to the end of this mystery. It's taken a little longer than we first expected, but we don't want to rush it. We want to explore and have fun with it. And we've been playing in shorter sessions so that we can get these episodes out on a weekly basis. And it, it has been a ton of fun playing these new mystery style adventures and tackling some new things with these actual plays. We hope that you've been enjoying the game too, and we hope that you're excited as we are to play the other adventures. Eric's got a really cool flavor for the next game, and I'm super stoked to try it. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast to get updates on the latest episodes. And if you're listening out there, we'd love to hear from you. Drop us a comment or send us a note to plus one to gaming at gmail.com and say, hey, share your ideas or suggest a topic for us to talk about. We love playing and making this show and talking about these things. And we really hope that we're adding some value to your games, but it's also cool to know, you know what's working for you and what isn't. So that's it for today's episode. Thanks so much for listening and we'll catch you next time.